Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian, here with Dan. Hey, what's up? Where's the gabagool at? And, oh, God damn a- it. Andrew. <laughs> Hello. And Pat. Hello. Dan, you're not allowed oh, to man. say anything. <laughs> I'm the only one that had an original thing to say. They both just giggled alone. I appreciate it. You're the first person to ever say gabagool. No, he's not. No, I'm not. Watch you the said Sopranos. You, you, said you said something original. Uh, oh, well, you got him there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then there's every a whole word bit in the office spoken, about gabagool. Every every word ever spoken is it original? Then mm. figures to c- come up with something. Then this is getting deep. you're gonna sit here all holier than thou about how original your your little intro was. I, I okay. also why that? Where did that come from? I just want you to say that you've been watching Sopranos. Well, I'm all no. I well I like I, I like that, that that fucking theme song. Woke up in this morning. That's got some gobble. Okay, that's yeah, I love that shit. That's a TikTok oh, joke about the theme song. That's not the theme song. Oh, I don't fucking know. The my, fact uh, that you couldn't gr- separate those two things. Oh man, I my my, I, gr- my girlfriend's mom is is like 100 percent Italian, like 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 lived in Italy and all, and like I play that around her because she like like just because like gobble is like a weird thing, and then she gets mad about it, and I find it funny. Cause I also I don't, call her. I should call her cat Gabagool, and she gets mad about that. I'm like, really? I'm like 90% sure Gabagool isn't a real thing. I think it's like a slang term for something, but I could Yeah, and like it her. doesn't, like if you went to a restaurant and you're like, give me the Gabagool, they're not going to like come out well, with a fucking dish for you. Like, well, that's what I mean. That's why I like bothered her. <coughs> yeah. She's, she's like, you know, like legit Italian lady. And I was, you know, I was like, where's the Gabagool at? She's like, that's not a mm-hmm. fucking so, thing, Dan. It, it is. It's just so Gabagool is also, or Capicola. So it's it's the same uh, word for a meat. I'm curious where okay. like, like where it came from though, like you know, like I'm assuming it's like it was probably like more of like a mafia thing to call it gabagool. Eh, it so, might have been just like Italians not knowing how to pronounce no, words, like the, mozzarella cheese. No, it's we for right, calamari. The, uh, no, no, no. The, Ita- the, the Italians didn't fuck it up. We us Americans because we're all yeah. animals. We fucked it up. That makes more sense. Yes, because it's even like the like, uh, and I can't do the accurate pronunciation of it because I'm not from Italy. But if you looked it up, you would see how it's spelled, and you could phonetically do it yourself. But it says, like, that's how the Italian pronunciation of it. And then it says, or, and then it says, in the U.S., in quotes, a gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> Which is 100%. It was that. And then some fat American was just, like, yeah. trying to say capicola. And was like, gabagool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make I'm Danny gonna... say it later and record <clears throat> it for evidence and send it to y'all. Okay. Can you make a buck hold? Some type of meat in his hands while he does it. Just a, sl- a stick of salami. Yeah, Danny speaks it. like fluent Sicilian, or uh, yeah, Sicilian. It like blows my mind sometimes. Like, really? My girlfriend could speak oh, Italian, and fluent. her mom is fluent yeah. Italian. And it when this, uh, yeah. So, I, so when what, they get going, it's I, something so, I, yeah, so I get time, that. Next time you're over there for like dinner, Brian, they're both talking. Just like look at both of them and go, "Where's the gobble They've both watched The Sopranos, <laughs> so they would be like, "Ah, oh, it's a to- uh, yeah, okay, Tony, I got it. Like, yep, that's a joke from the show." <laughs> Like, good job, Brian. Like your good job. Chris, Christina and her, your girlfriend and her mom haven't seen Sopranos, so I'm sure they're just like, Dan, you should leave. Yeah. <laughs> her, her, her mom is like a very like, <clears throat> like I, I pronounce so I, I know I say it wrong, but like what the first time I ever said regatta cheese around her mom, oh, she like, fucking took like a like opened my mouth and like dumped down it. 
Like she's like, what the fuck did you just say? Open my she's mouth like, and dump down it. Regorda. She's like, you know, whatever fancy, fancy way she said it. Also, if you don't say basil in Italian in their house, they make fun of you for it. Mm. Um, How do you say basil in Italian? Boslico. That's so I, much I'm saying, more. I'm work saying like than a, dumb, a dumb fat American, but yes, that, that's that's you know how, how they say. Your Christina's mother would punch my mom in her face if she ever heard her like. That's a fight I'd like to see. Trying to like, like be a, like she. My mom tries really hard to like be Italian, and she's really not. Like her side of the family is like mostly Irish, but like she still like she just can't let it go because she's got like a fake. Her 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 last name is like a fake Italian last name. It's it's like not, it's whatever. But she tries really hard to like act like it is, and like she'll do that. Like she'll pronounce Italian things incorrectly like because act- she yeah, thinks. Okay. Does your like, mom go like Galama? <coughs> like she yeah she'll be like, uh, m- like let me let me get some of the the, 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 the managate like and I'm like yeah. ma like come on like you're not you're not Ooh. that's and how my like, mom talks too but she'll she, like, oh, she does it like yeah she'll do it with like she'll do it with but she won't she won't do the mozzarella she'll do mutz and I'm like that's mom that's not even that's Jewish that's not even close like you're not even like where are you right now and like she just she, she just thinks know. she doesn't even know. she just thinks that it's like I don't know she has this weird mindset where she like wants that part of her to be so real and it's not I'm the other way around where I'm like actively fighting that part of me <laughs> so yeah this is a podcast where some friends get together and talk about video games oh yeah episode. what are y'all no. been playing oh boy so uh should I go first <clears throat> yeah Andrew why not I've been playing a lot of video games cool pulling a Dan, really? pulling a Dan this week um yeah I guess so well uh over the last like two weeks, I've been playing a lot of video games. I talk about Mass Effect. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I um, I played through Super Metroid for the first time. Mm. And who the fuck mouth- was that? That was me. I had a mouthful of something. What was? And it? I was excited. Why did you say something? Why did you tell us what it was? We we did, we did this. Really we did we've, this. Before. Yeah, we've done this before. I didn't want to start the conversation again. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I played Super Metroid for the first time, front to back. Um, and, and you played that on Switch, right? Yes. Okay. Just Hell I mean, yeah. I, I knew that, but I wanted the people in the in the microphone. Yes. Yeah. Know. Yeah. It's uh, Switch Online gets you all the SNES shit, um, and it is up there um, as like it's one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. Like right up there Hell with like, Sunset yeah. Riders, Captain America, and the Avengers, Super Mario World. Contra. Like. That's what's up. Contra. I, I like the PS2 one a lot when they brought it back, mm. but I'm not, I'm not really a Contra guy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, it's my first time playing it, and I'm a big fan of Metroidvania games, but I've never played the OG, the OG. or a Metroid. The games yeah. that started it all? Yes. Um, so <clears throat> getting to play it for the first time and seeing um, just just seeing the foundation of like, like, like that DNA that I, I've seen like baked into every other, mm-hmm. um, especially Axiom Verge, like playing yeah. Super Metroid and thinking about Axiom Verge, it's crazy how much of a love letter... Axiom Verge is to just Super Metroid in general. Yep. Um, from the music to just like that feeling of like being alone, um, the, all the you know like the the secrets and shit. Like there, there's some like the level design of Super Metroid like surprised me because there are things that it's like 
that was hard to find. Like that must have been like a really like hard secret. But that's just like where you have to go to continue the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some of it's like really like hidden, kind like, of cake, very caked well. in or baked. Yeah, in. it's not. It's the, it's not the type of game that like holds your hand or like really yeah, helps you that much no. at all. Mm-hmm. But that being said, because like, did you use like a loose guide to like figure out where to go next or what to do? I only pulled up a guide when I was like stuck, stuck, like really stuck. I tried to do everything naturally, but like if I hit, okay. yeah, if I if I hit a wall and I was like, as soon as I started to get like crazy frustrated, I would like look up a guide. It would just be like, it wouldn't even. I would read like a sentence, be like, okay, just go there, got it. I don't want to see anything else, yeah. you know. Like that, that's all it was. That's you know? yeah for games like that specifically. That's, yeah, that's <clears throat> good to use because you'll get to a point where you just get like frustrated. So. Yeah, um, and, and sometimes it's like, oh, I missed a crack in a tile, mm-hmm. and like that's and that's all it. the way across the map. You know, I had that. I ha- I've had that happen to me before. Like, like it happened to me in uh, Hollow Knight. I'm pretty sure. Like when you have like first have to get down into like the dark area. Like I had no fucking idea how to get there. That was multiple times I was lost in that <coughs> fucking game, and I was just doing yeah. like a loop in like this one area, and I couldn't figure it out. So I had to like same thing i just pulled up something and said just go here and i was like okay bye and I, yeah okay. that's all i wanted to know the um <clears throat> i had a question for you about playing super metroid on the switch because you had to use the the live service to play it did you download it through like once you pay i don't think you download or I, well it... you download the app and i don't know if you download the games with the app that's interesting if you think about it like those games aren't big no you know? they're, they're, so they're, I, I don't know yeah. But I was yeah. just curious I'm if gonna, it's like something I'm gonna, that like, you could play offline on the Switch or like. I or actually have my Switch right let here. Let me know. So I'm curious. It. Also, does it play yes. like in like a? Is it full screen or is it like? Is there borders? No, it's it, there. There are borders, but there, the borders aren't. Did you do um, that entirely handheld or? I did it entirely handheld because the border has a little bit of a design to it, and I was afraid that it was going. That kind of like um t- to create some, uh, you. image no image retention with the OLED because. I use my TV with mm. like crazy anxiety, and I know that there's things built into. Also, don't need so you don't need to do that. Thing. By the way, what? To uh, well, that's a conversation for for offline. But the the borders that are built in that's uh, similar to like Hades and other stuff that's like recently. Yeah, they don't know. So it's like that's not like something I'm unaccustomed <coughs> to. So I'm just curious how it like runs. Oh, you know the borders they don't they don't bother me at all. It's more of I just don't like. Um, I just don't like uh, like if I play a game. It's, a, sti- that has, it's like, a still image that will be on your OLED screen, and you're worried about burning. I know what you're saying. Yeah, like I pause and unpause games a lot just to clear the HUD. Yeah, and <laughs> go because just because I'm a psychopath. No, I, I um, know OLED burning yeah. is, is a thing. I get it. I'm, I'm and anyway, I also um, go to extreme lengths as well. So. Yeah, okay, but yeah, p- playing it on Switch was nice. Um, the only thing that sucked about it, honestly, about playing handheld, is I would have much rather play it with a D-pad. And the D-pad on the Joy-Cons, like, suck, suck. Yeah. to hold because your hands are, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, you I know? That. So I, I played it with a, with a, um, the thumbstick. Um, and then once I finished that, I bought a repro copy of um, Metroid Zero Mission for Game Boy Advance. And I've been playing it on my Game Boy Advance SP. And playing it with the D-pad is, like, so much better. Like, I'm loving it with the D-pad. Um, Zero Mission is also really cool. It's a little bit more linear than Super Metroid. Although, I think linear is kind of the wrong word to use. They just do a good job at, like, pushing you forward. Like, guiding you. Yeah, but you're still very much, like, on your own and, and figuring mm-hmm. stuff out. 
um, and it's um, it's uh, I'm really I'm really enjoying my time with with Zero Mission, and I have a, a repro cart uh, Fusion ordered and on the way, but I might end up playing that on Wii U because I uh, I borrowed Jake's Wii U to play um, all the Metroid Prime games. I bought those and those are locked. Those are very in. very different. Just yeah, I know, but I, I want to see because everything I read about Prime is that it feels like a Metroid game, but just third person, even like shooting the uh, like doors with like rockets mm -hmm. to open them and stuff. So I just I'm really excited to see the transition and how Retro took the Metroid series and made it a third person. Well, I mean, it's 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 you know, <clears throat> it's a good, it's probably a good thing that you're doing that too because uh, the. Big Metroid game that's coming out. It's Metroid Prime Four, so it's five. gonna it's four. Oh, Prime. My bad. I'm yeah. thinking of Dread. Dread. No, no, no Metro, Metroid. Yeah, Metroid Prime, Prime Four, four yes. um, which is gonna I'm assume I'm assuming going to continue that, like the perspective and stuff from the other Prime games. So having yeah. that at least in your arsenal, so you know what you're getting into, mm -hmm. is I, not really a bad thing. Probably good. Yeah. No, I'm gonna <coughs> um, I'm gonna uh, play it as soon as I finish. Um, um, the other game that I'm playing, which I'll get to in, in, in a second. Um, one of the other things that's really cool also about playing Metroid on Switch, which, by the way, Brian, I just booted up in airplane mode, and it's that's running. That was my question. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for answering it. Yeah, so it, with, with, um, you know, with Metroid, there are save spots that you have to hit, and that's where you go to save your game. Mm -hmm. But with the uh, Switch Online SNES app, you create save states anywhere. Um, so it's like so a, that's really if cool. There's like, actually. It's like an emulator. Yes. Yeah, so if there's like a jump that keeps fucking me up or something, I can just save and just like keep retrying that way. And what's cool too is even if you don't create a save state, you can rewind a few frames just to like go back, get it, you know, like it, it's, it's really cool. <coughs> I, it was definitely like I would have rather not play that way because it's a little less authentic, but... Well, that's, that's because they didn't have... Yeah, it sounds to me like they just didn't have the original source code of those games, and they took and they emulated it into their own store. Yeah, that's what that um, is. Th those are emul those are emulation mechanics, like yeah. being able to form a like save state and all states, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it, it was it was really nice <clears throat> to be able to um, use those um, use those save states. But uh, playing Zero Mission on uh, the Game Boy Advance has been really cool. Just like playing that sounds like just such just a playing cool, on my on, yeah, on like, my game boy is like I'm so like my brain is so like entrenched in the idea of like switch ps5 xbox pc like to hold like mm -hmm. that like co like console in your hand like and play on a game boy advance or like you know the 2ds or 3 whatever 3ds 2ds jesus but like those iterations of the other nintendo consoles like to to mess with those again it's just like a, a cool idea that like i like don't know why yeah. i haven't done that it's been awesome, you know. Like I, 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 I'm gonna play Fusion. I'll probably play in Wii U, but I want the cart because I get. I'm gonna get the analog pocket in October, so I can fuck around with it. Oh, that's and then cool. I ordered yeah, a that's cool. I, I ordered a repro of um, Castlevania. Is it Aria of Shadows? Is that what's called, Pat? Uh, oh shit, I don't remember. Hold on. It's 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 compared a lot to Symphony, um, of, the Symphony of the Night, and I think Brian Altano was saying that like. He might he might like it like a little bit better or give Symphony like a run for its money or, or something. Aria of Sorrow. Aria of Sorrow, yeah. And okay. it was something like that. So um Yeah. I'm I am i am gonna play all I'm trying to play all of the Metroid games before uh Dread comes out. And they're pretty short, you know. Yeah, they're like, not long. 
It took me like five hours to beat Super Metroid. I think I'm on the... I just took out Mother Brain and Zero Mission, so I'm probably right towards Close the, to the end. end. I think you're like right at the end. I'm doing the stealth section right now, which is really cool. Um, and then I'm going to move on to Samus Returns. It's I got a copy it's of insane. that sitting right on my desk. And like to, to play Devil's Advocate to my the point I just made before about how it's really cool to like go back and utilize like the old tech from Nintendo. Like it's insane that those games are just aren't like a localized library on the Switch and playable on the I Switch. I know. It, it's crazy. I mean, that's like so I, I borrowed um, the the Office Wii U because like I was going to use it to play all of them. You know, like cuz Fusion and um, Zero Mission and they're on the Wii U Virtual Console Store, so you, you can play Game Boy Advance games on Wii U. So that's how I was gonna play them. And then I, I found my SP like, after like digging around. Um, I bought a, a repro of Zero Mission because Zero Mission and Fusion carts are going for like eighty dollars plus on eBay right now for authentic ones. And the repro cart like looks looks fine, runs fine. The only thing that happens is when you save, it freezes for like a frame, and that's it. And that's because you're it's like. I think it's reflashing the cart, maybe, probably, or 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 something. Um, but it's it's been really cool to to play it. You know, like part of me wishes it was easier to just like buy it on my Switch and play. But but then also like um, I think with Zero Mission, like part of why I'm having a lot of fun with it is because I'm playing on my Game Boy SP. Like there's yeah. something about like curling up in my bed with all the lights off and just like <laughs> playing that with little, my you little know, light just. Beam it yeah. in your face. I get it. Yeah, it's like it's like twelve yeah. year old Andy all over. Yeah, again. exactly. If anyone's interested in playing them, like I will gladly lend my SP to the, the three of y'all to play if you want. Um, I'm also playing uh, because I have the Wii U and I've never played it before. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. Yeah, buddy. And you you can you're chime just, in now. You just like woke Dan up yeah. when you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Metro does nothing for me. I'm sorry. But yeah, <coughs> Zelda is. You, you ever play it, Dan? No. You should. So. Awesome. I guess. I guess maybe I will now since you're talking about it. Yeah. Let me borrow the SP. Yeah, you can. Um, what are you up saying? to in Wind Waker? So I just did the Earth Temple. Okay. Right. I think that's with the Bird Lady, uh, who's the the Sage, who Earth, plays the harp. I, I don't think it's considered the Earth Temple. Uh, what is that called? Dragon Roost, that's Dragon Roost Island. No, uh, I, it's, so you. Oh, you're, I, oh, oh, so you're, I did Dragon third. Roost already. I did the fortress, like, the first time you, like, you get your sister back and shit. And I did, I got the Master Sword, and now I'm repowering the Master Sword. And there are two temples, one north, one south. I think one's the Earth Temple, and that's what you have to use the, um, you have to, you, you go to the temple, you learn the song, and then you have to find the sage. And the sage for the Earth sage. Temple is the, the bird, bird Lady. lady. Okay. And yeah. then now I'm doing the other temple, which I don't know what it's called, but it's one that you have to get the iron boots yes. to like, walk through the wind. Okay. So I'm doing that. Um, but yeah, um, playing this for the first time, um, <clears throat> I was always more of like the, uh, like the top-down like 2D Zeldas, like those, are like what I grew up playing. I never beat Ocarina of Time. I never beat Majora's Mask. Like, I never really, I didn't play Twilight Princess. I didn't play Skyward Sword. Like I never really fucked around with the, um, the 3D Zelda. So like Wind Waker is my f like first real, like, 
you know, like... Um, it's a three. good one for you to do that with. Yeah, and I've wanted to play Wind Waker since it launched on GameCube. I remember reading about it in, like, Nintendo Power and GamePro, and I thought it looked awesome. And then when it re-released on Wii U, I, by that point, I didn't have a Wii U anymore. And I was like, you know, then I was like, oh, like, I wish I could play it then. I'd just been, like, holding out for a Switch remaster. And at the rate we're going, who the fuck knows? <laughs> um, so, you know, when I borrowed the Wii U to play Metroid, I it was already installed on there. Jake already had it. So I booted that up, and I've been playing that. And I'm loving it, man. Even, like, with the Wii U outputting at 1080, that OLED is, like, working overtime to make Wind Waker look really good. It's almost yeah. blinding when you're sailing around like during yeah, the day. Imagine. We're going yeah. to talk Waker about a lot about very, OLEDs today. Yeah, yeah. Wind Waker is a very bright, very bright Zelda game. Yeah, it is. Um, Especially considering I, like, I think it was the first game after Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Am I wrong? It is. It's the first 3D so, like, one after Going Majora. from those two games that are like super dark and like yeah, like, kind of yeah. like That's miserable people, most of the time. It was very, very divisive for that first game. Now people <laughs> yeah. did not like the art style. A lot of people yeah. didn't. And it's also cool that, um, like, I know, like a lot of the Zelda games, like they kind of like, like their timelines like weird and yeah. they don't, they're not all like you know direct sequels or whatever you know. But um, I think it's cool that this one is legit. Get a headache trying to figure out. I think the fucking timelines. Yeah. From I know. What well, I remember. Wind Waker makes it easy, where it's like a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time. Like they talk about like the hero of time and like. Well, from, I guess Majora's Mask is that a direct sequel to. <coughs> of time, well, then. well, that's, uh, an alter, Majora's, that's an Majora, Majora's timeline. Mask and Ocarina of Time are where the timeline splits. Yeah. From everything that I've seen, like those two games, like like uh, Majora's Mask is like an alternate timeline to mm-hmm. Ocarina, and then like there are games that precede both of those. Yeah, because I think Majora is where you fail. Yes. Right? And then mm-hmm. this one, it, like this, and the Wind Waker one is like uh, Link, the hero of time, like one sealed Ganon and all, all of that. Yeah. You know, and like the, um, the, um, the ocean that you're sailing in in Wind Waker, it is, it's, that's, it's Hyrule, but it's just, it's not, it's fucking, what? That blew my mind. Is like, when yo, I was it like, blew my mind too. Wild, I know. Yeah. It's like, oh, all these islands are the tip of mountains. Oh, it's you didn't. Like, you didn't know that. That's like a no. Okay. I didn't know anything. It was like really. I didn't know even that it was so connected to Ocarina of Time. Like it's really, you know, like I, I didn't finish Ocarina of Time, but I, I know it. Like I know what you know. I know. I get the general mm-hmm. like the idea of it. So it's cool to. This time, this whole timeline thing is also very like it's very loose. Like Nintendo oh, only so like. Loose. Only Nintendo only like put out that official thing just because people were fucking like begging them for it, and they're like ah, and they like just yeah. threw out whatever. I, so I follow a subreddit called True Zelda, and like the post in that, like even I, I love Zelda as much as the next guy, but like these people fucking like re- like research it, and like it's crazy, mm-hmm. and like some of like the the things they come up with is like oh my god, like I, okay, I don't yeah. see much for me. It's cool. I know like there oh, it's great. Fa- it's just a yeah. lot. Like I know Barrett. From uh, is it Garrett or Barrett? Barrett, funny. Barrett, right? He he uh he thinks that like it's not a coincidence that Skyward Sword is being released, re-released before Breath of the Wild two because he thinks it's gonna like tie in directly to Skyward Sword, because like Skyward Sword is technically the first one in the canon, I think. Yeah, it is right. the earliest game in the the canon of the Legend of Zelda. Well, it yeah. says that in the trailer. It's like before Link or something. Oh, does yeah, it? and uh. 
from what I've seen from like what they've showed off for Breath of the Wild too, there are like parts of land up in the sky. So, is, is that the view you with are, Skyward Sword? You are up in the clouds, and your whole island or your whole home island in Skyward Sword is literally up. It's called Skyloft. Like you're up in the fucking clouds. That's cool. <clears throat> I think uh, Toon Link is also my favorite Link. Toon Link is the He's most expressive Link. Sassy as fuck. He is such a sassy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. It, it's also been good with like for like, um, you guys know I, what I was dealing with like last week. So like having like a uh, nice like bright like adventure mm-hmm. game to play. Yeah. Like it was just like like a nice change of pace. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I was sure. gonna start Last of Us Part Two again, but That's oh yeah, let's go, let's go, baby! Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll really put you <laughs> yeah. in the right headspace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sad all the time. Uh, sad all. The t- sad all the time. But yeah, that, that's all I've been playing. I talked for a while there. I'm sorry. I love you've it. You've been you've been you've been sprinkling your sad in by listening to fucking Bo Burnham's album. Oh yeah, nonstop. It's not that sad. I mean, the Jeffrey Bezos song's not sad. It's, Dude. I, I sing both Jeffrey Bezos songs my to my to, yeah. It's it's which it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's real good. Uh-huh. I'll be sitting there on my couch and I'll just out of random go see entrepreneur born in nineteen sixty all day. I'm literally taking like tests and I'm like do the same shit. And then like the like fuck their wives get them like just so bad. And then I do the solo. I want the instrumentals for that entire thing. Because genius. They're good. Genius. Yeah, so go watch uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Um, It's very good. That's actually, yeah, that was going to be my recommendation. Quick plug for that. Yeah, sorry to to take away from your off topic. Um, Uh, There's there's, there's more, I'm sure. Oh, boy. Uh, Dan, Pat, what what do y'all got? Dan, you want to go? Sure. I I really haven't played much. Uh, I beat Mass Effect 2 uh, last week. Great, Master 2 is awesome. Um, I kind of forgot how like the structure of that game worked, and like I don't know if I love it. I'm thinking about for, it now. For for which one? I, sorry. Two. It's just like gather your team and then you're doing the thing. You're um, is that weird? That it is weird. Yeah, and like if the if the last mission wasn't as strong as it was, I like feel like I probably wouldn't have liked Mass Effect that much. Two, that much. Yeah. Like um, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't remember that. Like when I beat it, I was like, oh, if you ignore the side quest, this game is literally. Get teammates, do last mission. That's what I mean, and like yeah. that's what I kind of did because I just like I just wasn't trying to do like little things here and there. Um, so I did like I got the I yeah, pretty much got the teammates, did their loyalty missions because that's like an important part of it. And like I remember thinking like, oh man, like I, you know, like like I had Dane for like a mission, and like yeah. you know, and the Legion I had for like n- uh, no missions because yeah. he's at the very end. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, I don't really like how this is structured, but, you know. but uh, and, uh, Don't you remember those loyalty missions being way longer? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, right? for sure, yeah. Um, some of them I were, thought Thanes was, like, this big epic when I was, like, younger. And then I was like, I just finished that in 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> the ones that made you do, like, different things, like Thanes, where you had to, like, track that guy, just, like, felt different. So maybe that's what, like, stuck out of my head. Yeah. Um, some of them were cool. Some of them were bad. Um, the DLC characters were, I've never done those, so that was something new. Um, How'd you like them? They were fine. I mean, like, I like the them as characters. Cool. Huh? The heist thing was cool. The heist thing was cool, yeah. It was but, Kasumi, um, right, or something like Kasumi, that? Kasumi, yeah. yeah. But, like, again, it didn't blow me away, but it was, no. again, new content, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, it was the same thing as Mass Effect 1. I was playing it, and I was, like, some stuff, like, I remember, like, oh, I remember doing this exactly. 
there are other parts of that game I'm like I I have no recollection of this whatsoever. So, um, but yeah, I mean it's you know it still it still holds up obviously. Um, if you know what to do, the the ending mission is very easy. But if you don't, I, that, that could go wrong real fast. So, um, I forgot like how wrong that could could potentially go. So. <laughs> Did yeah. you save everybody? Yeah, everyone was saved. I mean, if you yeah. do the loyalty missions, there it's guaranteed to save everybody. It's, it's well, it's, I thought. Oh, well, the Normandy pick, can like, get. An idiot. And then Normandy can get like super fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. if you don't have certain upgrades. Yeah, yeah the upgrades, okay. the loyalty missions, and then you have to pick the right people. But like picking the right people is kind of just self-explanatory. Yeah, it's very easy. Yeah, the Normandy upgrades are probably the easiest to fuck up because that's like no, they don't say anything about upgrades until the very end. Mm-hmm. Well, you also got to think about that too. Like when that game first came out, like. You know for a fact that there were like crew members who were like, I don't give a fuck about this person. Exactly. Like I, I don't want to do their loyalty mission. Like I don't yeah. care. That's not. And then like you go into that, you go into the end mission, and then they get fucking like a shard of metal like blasted through their chest or something like. Yeah. So. Um, I also there was I found like a very uh, a very detailed I think it was a GameSpot um, like metric on like how to survive the like it makes sure everyone survives at the the last thing. Like, Apparently, the last encounter, um, where like you go off with like your your squad and you leave everybody else to defend the door, like it, it's based off like a point system, and like each character has like a certain amount of points, and you have to average a certain amount of points to survive, and then if every time you, and if you don't hit that like hit that amount, like there's a list of characters and the order they die in. And I was like, this is way more complicated than I thought that was. Yeah, I, I don't. I just thought it would have yeah. been like a dice roll, fifty fifty. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they survive or not, but no, there's, like, a whole fucking thing. Well, do. yeah, they're, they're, for every every part of that whole thing, like, including the Normandy flying in, like, there are percentages, like, there are, not really percentages, but, like, these, like, if you didn't do these people's loyalty missions and you don't have that, or whatever, that ship upgrade, like, these three characters could die here. Or well, no, these it's, three it's, or this. it's a list, like, in the very, like, yeah. the, first, the first upgrade check, it's Jack, who will 100% die if you mm-hmm. don't have that upgrade. And then... Yeah. I think, like, the next one, then it's somebody else, and then it's somebody else. But it's not even a percentage. They just will die if you don't have the upgrades. Mm-hmm. But it's and it's always... It, like, Jack's the first one. I don't know why like, that sticks in my head, but I know she's the first one. I, I know, like, uh, Grunt is I know Thane is Thane is one that can die on the ship, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think a lot of people could die on the ship. I don't know how, but, like, they list, like, a ton of them. I don't mm-hmm. know how you could have more than three people die, but I guess... I'm going to go into Mass Effect 2 whenever I get to around to this point replaying it and just like not look at a single thing and just you probably end up murdering everybody because I'm an idiot so can't wait can't wait <laughs> it's very well, hard I think it's Cause, very cause hard Dan let me ask everybody. you a question here did, the first time you ever played Mass Effect 2 did you use a guide I probably did I don't remember specifically and the but... legacy edition that you're playing now did you use a guide yeah I just said it oh sorry missed that part yeah. so yeah exactly yeah. I mean the, the first time around I don't think I did because I remember Somebody dying. I remember losing somebody, so I don't. I guess I didn't. The first time I played it, it might not have been one out yet. Yeah, sure. I, I, mean, I, I would have played I, that back, right away. Back in the day, they, they. I mean, like now, it's definitely like way easier because like there's one yeah, thousand. Were, it wasn't as easy. But I remember like IGN, they would crank out fucking guides. Like they would, they, mm-hmm. the motherfuckers, they're paying somebody to slave away for like a few days when the game <laughs> first comes out to just write a guide. Yeah. So. Well, they have a whole guys division now. I mean, there's people. Well, they had they had one they back do. then. I remember listening to old podcasts where people would be like, "Oh, I was yeah. on the guys division," and like, literally that's all they would do. So like, well, that's like, yeah, like Colin Murray already got his start because he used to do he used to freelance game guides FAQs. for them. Yeah, that's where he started. Um, 
But yeah, I don't remember. I remember somebody dying the first time I played through Mass Effect 2. Um, I'm sure you've forgotten some some facet. So of, many, so, know, guys, so but, many people died. I think I'm I'm ready for that trauma all over again. <laughs> you should you just get everyone. You could everyone could die. Even even. Yeah, just get an entirely brand new team for Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Is that how that works? Even if Shepard does? Yeah. They, they, you can you don't you can import your save. You just have to start a new Mass Effect 3 game. Obviously, you could play Mass Effect 3, but literally you have to make a brand new Shepard and everything. None of your stuff carries over. So I'm curious if there's anyone who did that legitimately because it's really hard to do that. You have to fuck up everything so badly. You have to not, you know, I don't, I don't. Like, why even play the game if you if you're gonna do that? Yeah, I mean, like you could uh, be an absolute moron and some like someone will survive. It's like literally half of it's like a you know point, like you said, point system. There's like there's a lot of things involved yeah. in it. So yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so beat that, and then uh, that's that's really it. And, um, me and Andy and Pat and John have been playing uh, Sea of Thieves. That's been fun. Oh yeah, yeah we've been playing that's that. And nothing awesome. new, just. We played the old Tall Tales, but we're excited to get to Pirate's Life, right? Yep. Andrew? Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about it a lot, like like sitting at work, like I just want to go and play Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So that's that's been. That's been Have you guys not played? I saw you, yeah, I saw you the new it. Disney stuff yet. No, no, we wanted. We never finished the other Tall Tales. Oh wow, that's like we replayed the first one for John, the one that we did, Brian, back then. Oh wow, that was a while ago. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's new again. We didn't remember how to do much of it, so it was still pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it. We had like one of my one of the things that always like kind of was one of the things that I always kind of avoided Sea of Thieves for was that like there wasn't really like much to do and you were just kind of sailing around like Telltale's like completely eliminate that and <clears throat> like give you like those fun one something to do. It gives you like a go like an end goal, but also like some of the encounters that we ended up in like when we were doing that Tall Tale the, the Tall Tale the other night. Like, when we ended up at that fucking... Like, we had no choice but to go to that island that had that fucking, like, boss man on it. Oh, like, Flame it just, Heart, like... Yeah. yeah, we were just, like, we had bad luck, and that's just where he was. And, like, we yeah. needed to go there and go deal with that. So, like... That was awesome. And that was really cool. Like, we sailed in, we had to, like... We were fighting ghost ships and shit. We had to, like, bail. We Our ship sank. We all had to bail out and, like, fucking swim to the island and shit. Like, that shit... That, that All that stuff was, like, super cool. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> that makes me want to, like, yes, let's go do the other ones now. Like, yeah. no, it kind of has, like, the same thing that you'd get with, like, Phantom Pain, where, like, yeah, like, the game's laid out, this is what you do, but how you get from point A to point B is, like, totally up to you. You can be yeah. weird about it. You can be straightforward. You never know what's going to happen in the middle mm -hmm. of it, you know? Like, it reminds me of, like, that Max Scoville tweet about Phantom Pain, which is how absurd it can be. Yeah. Like, when you're just trying to, like, you know... Infiltrate Dude, this, this area. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's but, a game. Yeah, I really should replay. Yeah, same. But yeah, Sea Thieves has been a lot of fun. I am excited to get back into it. Oh, um, yeah. Big time. Yeah, plan anything else, Dan? No, it's it for me. I only have one other thing that I have been playing. I, I haven't picked it up since I first started it the other night. Uh, Scarlet Nexus. Um, I, not. I haven't picked it up for any. You know, not any particular reason. I just. I've been like catching up on shows and stuff. I just haven't grabbed. I haven't started it up again. Um, I do really like it so far. Uh, the combat is cool. It hasn't really gotten like too deep yet. I'm only like a half hour in or something like that. So like I haven't really gotten into like deep combat mechanics. But so far it's pretty good. Um, don't have no fucking idea what's going on. I fought like a flower pot with legs. <laughs> like a couple what, times. What, 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 what? <laughs> Sounds like, like an anime game. Um. 
yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, otherwise, it's cool. I mean, the, it's, it's visually cool. It looks like a fucking, it, it looks like an anime, like, and there actually is an anime that they put out for on Funimation. I don't know if that episode's out yet, though. Um, yeah, it's fun. I don't know. There's not really much I can say about it. I haven't really played much. Cool. It is cool. It is fucking cool. Hell yeah, dude. Get Brian, what you playing? Me? I'm up. Yeah, yeah no, nothing new except for I messed with GTA 4 on the Series X, and uh, it's it's really cool seeing how it upscales games and they play much better. So nice. Yeah, that's exciting. It is cool. You just like it's funny too because like I thought I would just like put it in the Series X and just like start up immediately, but it had to like like every game in this century like it installs and shit has to download. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to wait. But it was really quick, and, like, you know, I can't complain. And then once it fired up, I was, like, legit blown away at how good it looks. And I think, my, you know, the, the TV that I have is definitely doing some doing some overtime work there. But the Series X, in terms of, like, seeing that game run at, like, a smooth 60 frames, like, on my TV, and the upscaling, I think it outputs a 4K. Just, like, I, you know, haven't seen the game look like that ever, so it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because the last time I played it, I tried playing on PC, and that port is super broken. Um, which is just such a bummer. Like, it, the fact that it just, they never fixed it. Like, I think they, they released a patch, like, yeah, a year or two ago. Um, believe it or not, that, like, they tried, like, a, like, a last just effort, but it like, still, like, launches through games through Windows Live, which is, like, a dead service. So it's just, like, mm. it's still super weird. Um, yeah. but it was, like, you know, definitely some nostalgia, like, it, like, the, you see, like, the Xbox 360, like, logo, like, pop up in the same, like, sweeping animation and the sound, and you're like, okay, cool. And then, like, the, the load times is really what, like, kind of sets it apart and just kind of, like, blows you away. Because, like, I'll never forget playing GTA 4 for the first time on, like, my 360. And, like, if you guys saw it, like, you would remember it distinctly how it's, like, it's the music. And, like, they just show, like, those, like, pictures, like, while it's loading. Yeah, like the... Like, you, you yeah. see that for, like, half a second. <laughs> like, it is actually it, it, insane. It blew me away. Like, I was, like, dumbfounded. And, you know, I played, like, I don't know, an hour or two of it and just, like, replaying the start of that. But, like, it really makes me just want to, like, keep playing it because that's... And I've probably said it on this podcast before, but, like, it's by far my favorite GTA. Um, it's, like, up there with Vice City. So, um... I think that, that's... Yeah, GTA 4 is... Sick. Yeah. It's, uh... The characters are... It's good. It's very good. Oh, so, yeah. So, replaying it on the Series X is, uh... It's a lot of fun. I also played through, and I mentioned this a week or, or two ago on the last time I was on, but I was playing Dead Cells, especially the DLC, like specifically the DLC. So I finally got through all the new content, and it's all really good. The new biomes are awesome. They introduced some new mechanics, which are really cool. The boss fight, which is like a fucked up scarecrow, uh, terrible. Took me a few tries, um, <laughs> so I had to like get all the way back through the biomes to get to them. Um, you know, because obviously with bosses like that in those games and kind of have to learn their patterns and shit and also depends on the run and like what yeah. kind of weapons you have so um sort of fucked up scarecrow what which boss was a fucked up scarecrow in the dlc he said dlc uh, yeah you weren't listening to me no, i got you no, back for me not no, listening sure to your wasn't. mass effect <laughs> <laughs> spiel <laughs> so yeah that's all that's all i've been playing that's new so or new for me at least cool. in the last two weeks Cool. So. Also, I will one yeah. last thing. I'm still just I, Resident Evil is an eight-hour game that I could beat in one sitting, but it's taking me a month or however long it's taking. <laughs> and I will say that the amount of enemies they throw at you in certain parts of the game is so unnecessary. 
borderline, yeah, borderline some, maddening. Yeah, there's some parts. Just some. There's a part. There's some parts. Towards the, there's there's a part towards the end where they like just fucking flood you with them, but you have like a bunch of cool shit, so it's fine. I'm curious what part if I did that part or not. So we'll you haven't, no. you haven't. Well, how do you? You guys, you guys, you guys don't know how far I am. I, I, uh, did you finish Moreau yet? Probably not. I did finish Moreau. Ah, all right, cool. Last time I talked, on my way to the factory. That's what. That's okay. Yeah, last time I talked to you, you didn't do Moreau. I did Moreau. The the part Pat is talking about, you wouldn't stop if you were at that part. You would just finish the game. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's like literally the end of the game. Okay, then there you go. Fair enough. Okay, let's get into it. Let's Throw some news it. at us. Let's get some news out of the way. So uh, let's start with the uh, big announcement from Nintendo this week, which uh, long rumored, but not living up to the expectations of the long rumors, but still cool nonetheless. <laughs> Nintendo Switch OLED is officially announced Sick. coming out uh, October 8th, I believe, is the release date for it. Can't wait for Same. my games to run not great on a really cool screen. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying this. I'm probably gonna get it just because stuff. Yeah. But I don't play my Switch enough to justify that purchase. Um. Um. There are few um like journalists and few insiders that are saying that this isn't the Switch Pro, but that's still something that's coming, and this is like something different. I would be pretty annoyed if I buy this and then like <coughs> and then like six months later. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's Nintendo, and that's kind of how long how was it, it from the Switch Lite to this? Was that two years? Switch Lite was before COVID. Yeah, that's would be close to two years. So two year, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah, I can't. I mean, yeah. I, to be completely honest, like if you think about, I mean, Nintendo does they play by their own rules, um, but if you think about like everything, at least has a year or two year gap from these like half step or like new iterations like even if you think back like to the ps4 era like sony didn't release something that was like a more profound in terms of the sense of like um hardware it, it, like the gaps in the like yeah they released like the ps4 then the ps4 slim and then it was the pro so like if you're someone that like bought the slim just because like you your ps4 shot or you just wanted something that was just like newer then yeah, I'm sure you're probably pissed off that the pro came out, but then again, you're buying those for different reasons. Yeah. So I, I can't Im Agreed. I can't imagine this the Switch OLED comes out this you know twenty yeah this year October and then you know late twenty twenty two they're like oh yeah here's a pro model with all the shit you guys wanted initially like <laughs> I mean yeah, I'm trying to find what we I'm also gotta about. like Andrew said before like this is Nintendo and they kind of just do stuff on their own like they don't really adhere to a lot of that shit so, and they've never had a generation of console that like had a half step like yeah i mean i again they, I'm, I, it's one of those things where it's like the, i <coughs> just to, to reiterate my comment before they play by their own rules so who fucking knows but yeah they just do whatever so i like, so but even, but even for like even like a, even just for like that's just like a bad business practice that just doesn't well make yeah. sense. all right so i'll, I'll yeah. play I mean, devil's advocate here it's only 50 more dollars than what the original switch cost so if you were going to go out and buy a switch right now it's 300 dollars. if you want the oled version which has improvements, it's fifty more dollars. That's not an yeah. like an egregious amount of money. No. no, it's not. But also, it's old hardware already. Like it was relatively old hardware when the Switch came out, and now it's even older hardware, just well, with a better. So screen. then again, I, so, and again, I'll play devil's advocate here. It depends on what you're playing. So like, if you're gonna if you're trying to yeah. run like like the newest of newest shit and like ports of games on this, like 
you know, when you have other options to begin with. Like, if there's a game that, that runs on every console and Switch is the only console you have that's your preferred, it's going to chug no matter what because, like you just said, it's old hardware to begin with. So yeah, I mean yeah, that, but, that's but, but that's also a that's that's also a problem that like some somebody like us has like if we have options like if it, like Doom like I wouldn't play Doom Eternal on Switch but for somebody that only has a Switch and they want to play Doom Eternal like now they're f- stuck with well, uh, yeah. a game that does not run optimum optimally yeah. like it's true just, but like, to that, play devil's advocate to that if you own <laughs> just a Switch are you really playing Doom Eternal? <laughs> And if you are, are you looking yeah, for not? that? You know, yeah, like, I think yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, if if it's a... available for it, you're gonna look. No, for I know, but are... I mean, like, yeah, I guess. You know, what I, mean. I feel like it's a, like, if, if so. It, hold on, let me. Def- I think, I, I think, I think the Switch being your only console, like you just like accept like this is what games look like. It's true, but that's but, a good point. But that's but that's yeah. the thing though. Yeah. So the, the, so the rumored thing was the Switch Pro. So hold on, let me get it. Let me, something you- before you get into that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just want to explain what the OLED is. So we just glossed over that initially. So for those that don't know, the new OLED model has an, a larger 7-inch OLED screen and an improved kickstand, a LAN port, and I think that was it from, like, technical features. Better speakers. And better speakers, better speakers. thank you. And, and a new colorway. Yes, white. Thank you. So if you yes. want to sit in your in hallway... Your hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and play play games with Granny, then it's gonna be All right, great. So but no, I was gonna say if if so, like it's like Nintendo should be concerned about the fact that you just said that there's other options and there are better options. Like, wouldn't they want to put out something where you're, where it's just as reasonable to play Doom, which is available on the Switch? Like, like I, I know like Nintendo kind of does their own thing, but like. That, like either they, they do that or don't do that. Like don't straddle the line between like maybe we'll do that and maybe we won't. Like it's 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 weird for them to like kind of string people along like that. Like like it, it, I don't I, think it's I, weird at all. I mean they're not spreading rumors about a Switch Pro, so they're not stringing people along. And like Nintendo releases their consoles hoping to sell their software. Like the, you know like that's what they do. Like. Well, and yeah, and their and their games all look great. You know what I mean? Like that's that's I was I was gonna chime in there too. Like yeah. when Nintendo sells their stuff, they are banking on the people that are just Nintendo diehards. That's who they're. That's who they well, no, want. That's not. They want that's those not people that are true, man. The Switch outsold since Switch came out. <clears throat> it's outsold everything by like leaps yeah. and bounds. No, which is which is fine. Which is fine. But like, like kind of like what Andrew said. Like with their software, like they want you to buy their hardware for their first-party software. They don't give a fuck about all the third-party stuff. They'll take it. Why not? But, like... Yeah, because it's money for, for people for like sucker that like buys that the I had, on the Switch. It's like... For, f- yeah, for people that I had mentioned shit. earlier that are, like... That are the Nintendo diehards, and they they will not... They they refuse to get anything else. Nintendo is their console. That's what they want. That's all they want ever. Yeah. Those are the people that are... That they're making a good bulk of their money from. Like, it's... Yes, like the console was this specifically was probably cl- it's. I mean, I don't know what numbers are, but are they? Cl- I'm assuming they're close to the Wii. I'd have to look at the. Ch- I'd at have to look point, at the. Ch- I'd sale, have to look like at the chart numbers. again. But I, the the chart that I saw that I'm referring to is like so when it came out versus like other newer consoles and it even like showed like sales of the PS5, which PS5 is like, you know, granted it's been hard to find, but that sold extremely yeah. well as well. But the Switch, being that that is also in line with like PS4s and the Xbox One. 
it is just blown everything away, like in terms of units moved, yeah. because it's just yeah, which is yeah. which is you know it's perfect. That's that's perfectly reasonable. Like it is a very universally liked console. Like I, li- I like my Switch. yeah. And it's also I just don't play that. And much. that chart, like, I don't know if it included the sales of the Switch Lite, but I think it might have, um, because that wasn't much of like you know it's not considered like the Switch Two. You know, it's not like a new like console. It's just an iteration yeah. of the Switch, which is what the Switch this is. is. <laughs> so. The Switch is sitting at 84.59 million. The Wii is at 101.63. Okay. So it's it's creeping up on the fucking yeah. Wii. It'll outsell the Wii. <coughs> It'll outsell the Wii. So, like, yeah. the and articles then, that I've read for hands-on, and it's also just, like, a very Nintendo thing because people haven't been able to do, like, videos of the screen. They just, like, all the reviews I've read, it's just, oh, it's nice. <laughs> so it's just, like, it's, yeah. like, yeah. a fucking, like, Well, that's, insane that's another problem, too. too, is that, like... Like yeah, it's gonna it is gonna upscale stuff and make stuff look a little bit better, but like the hardware isn't there to really take advantage well, of the no, new screen. It, like in a perfect world, it would be the Switch Pro with an OLED screen with all the, the bells and whistles they're adding now. Yeah, and then it would have like the new like fucking Tegra chip from Nvidia or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Like it would have like the crazy new mm-hmm. like mobile thing that you know they're pushing for all like the other like I don't know the Razer like has their like cloud gaming thing that they use on a handheld and all that shit. Like yeah. It, but don't, so, to that point, though, I just want to say, like, from all the articles that I've read, like, this midlife update for only $50 more than what you'd pay for a regular Switch is, like, the refresh that it needed. Yeah, agreed. And, and also, just to piggyback off what you said, Pat, about, like, it not having the hardware to take advantage of the OLED, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, Wind Waker on the OLED, like, it doesn't look like I'm playing a Wii U game. Like, it looks really good on OLED. Like, o- o- OLED alone is a hardware bump enough to make something look better you know well, what i mean and, and, that- and you even noticed it with like both versions of the ps vita like that first one games looked like crazy for a handheld console like they looked crazy on there and then i had both i had the other vita that didn't have the oled display and games looked noticeably not as good not bad but just like oh i'm definitely not playing on an oled display you know this is I mean? also. I'm also a person that has never played anything on an OLED display, so I don't, I don't have that context. It is like it makes a it makes a big difference. Like just the display alone, I think like really makes a big difference. Well, I think I mean, that's, that's bri- brighter and that's, bigger. It's always going to make it look a little bit. So that's better. exactly. And like I'm reading an article from The Verge, and that's essentially what it boils down to. It's like think of anything that you played on the Switch that you're initially like, oh, this looks good handheld, brighter and bigger, and that's it. And that, like, that's, like, you know, it says here, and, like, I think it's to the point that, you know, everyone's going to try to make here, is it doesn't justify the existence. Is it needed? Like, is this an upgrade that's worthy? Like, for, for the vast majority of people, no. But, yeah. like, for some people who want that, then, yeah, like, it, it does do enough to warrant an extra $50, which is all, which is yeah, all it costs I, I think, for retail yeah. price. I think the Switch handheld player base that really likes playing handheld but didn't want the Switch Lite that was, like, a smaller screen and like not as you know just like a little like this is I like fall in that weird them, gray area you know like, i play my switch yeah. majority handheld like because when i do sit down and i have time to play games it's very rare that i'm like picking something that's on the switch like i have a ps5 i have a series x like i'm definitely in that minority who has ever got a pc, I have a PC. Yeah. like if i'm sitting in my chair to play something that's why the majority of my time with the switch is handheld because that's like the benefit of it to me like that's like the one niche it has that play yeah, that, play, yeah, that yeah. plays into my so I can lay in bed mm-hmm. and play it, and not have to like stare at my screen or whatever, or take it on the move, whatever I'm yeah, doing. Exactly. Like, so th- that's why the concept of this for me is like, oh yeah, I'm in, like sold, like 
Yeah, yeah. same, because I play mostly handheld. And, like, I, and, and it's, like, the, the fucked up thing is, like, I have the capability of playing it docked on an OLED. But I'm choosing to have yeah. it mobile OLED. There's, just, there's something about playing it mobile. Yeah, that's what yeah. the magic of it is. Like, oh, I could play mm -hmm. Dead Cells wherever the fuck I want. Like, sick. Okay. Cool. Like, also, I... I I f oh, sorry, Dan. You've been no, trying to make a point. I still want to lose this tweet that no, I have. Go, no, go, go. No, go, go. You first. I, I was just saying. Do you, so? Do you guys think a, a pro version of this is coming out? Oh well, here's my tweet. <laughs> so what, this is from Jeff Grubb. Um, I still have only this. Yeah, just just Jeff Grubb on Twitter from uh, VentureBeat slash GamesBeat. Um, I still have only ever personally heard 2022 for a Switch Pro. And if that still happens, I'll continue to speculate that we'll have 4K output with a significantly more efficient chip with DLSS. Anyone think this is the last Switch from the company that released six 3DS models? And he has another tweet, uh, another two tweets. Um, well, no, someone's responding to one of his tweets saying, hmm, remembers getting a DS Lite in 2008 only for the DSi to release around six months later. And that's from at Will64 on Twitter. So, like, Nintendo in the past has released a new console and then around six months later has, re like, released a refresh of that. Of that refresh. Because the DS Lite was a refresh of the DS and then the DSi was a refresh of the DS Lite. So Nintendo Yeah, I mean, they did the same thing with the 3DS, too. Yeah, they've done it, you know? I mean, think of... Yeah, I remember when the 2DS launched, I feel like the 2DS XL... Well, yeah, came, it was like within a year. Yeah, it was like the 3DS, and then it was the 3DS XL immediately after that, like six months later, and then it was the the new 3DS or something, and then there new was 3DS. That's what. And then there like was the nub. yeah, and it had like the color buttons. Yes. And then it was the 2DS, which is a piece of shit. Like that tablet and then, thing. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, here's the new 2DS." And then we were like, okay, great. And they're like, but here's the new 2DS XL. Oh, there, <laughs> was, like, a, oh, there, there, there was a new 2DS as well? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past you, you know? Um, yeah, I was also going to say before that Nintendo is very much like the Apple of video games, where, like, they, they're making their hardware and they're making their own software specifically for their hardware, and any other sales after that is kind of, like, extra. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have a MacBook, you can buy Adobe Premiere and Final Cut, but they would much rather you buy Final Cut, and Final Cut might always run better on Mac than Premiere will because it's made by Apple running on Apple hardware. And the same can be said about Nintendo hardware and Nintendo software, Nintendo games, where, like, that's, you know, that's why they're selling you their, their consoles, is to play, you know, Super Mario Golf, not Doom Eternal or Wolfenstein. You know what I mean? Like, Nintendo doesn't have to follow the normal rules because they really don't apply to them, and they never have. Nintendo will always play by their own rules, and they'll always make really weird and stupid decisions, like not putting Virtual Console on the Switch, and we'll bitch about it nonstop, but we're still going to buy their consoles, we're still going to buy their games. You know, I mean, Dan, you're the example where you're like, this is kind of dumb, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's because it's Nintendo, and there's they, they're... They they're they're exempt. They can do whatever the fuck they want, and they've always been that way. You know, what I mean, even when their shit doesn't work, like the Virtual Boy, or you know, like they're still gonna just like, okay, that didn't work. We're gonna do something else weird. We're yeah, do something I mean, else the the, up. the Wii U is a even better example of that. Yeah, 
You know, like, does PlayStation have a theme park? No, but Nintendo does. Because they're just weird, fucked up Nintendo, and they, they just do whatever the hell they want. You yeah, know, so I think that's what this boils down to. Is like, is this an upgrade for everybody? No. Is it like what no, we all what we not. wanted from Nintendo? No. Are are, no, are a couple of us not. idiots who are gonna buy it? Yes. <laughs> so, like, not for everybody. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you're somebody who is like who somehow doesn't have a Switch yet, like that you got a nicer version of what was already there. So good for you. Yeah, I was. Just, this seems more like a replacement than an upgrade. You know, like I wouldn't like it. It, it probably won't happen. If but like, if they or phase maybe. out the OG whenever like a Pro comes out and they're like, here's the Switch, which is like the Pro, and then there's this OLED model or something. Who knows? Because I mean, the fucked up thing with Nintendo is like they could release a Pro and it won't have an OLED screen. <laughs> like they'll oh, do yeah. something weird yeah. like that. Like and everyone's yeah. just gonna be shaking their heads they, like they, what? They, yeah. Like they totally could. I mean, if you think about the 3DS XL to the 2DS XL, the 2DS XL is technically a downgrade because it doesn't have 3D. Yeah, they just took and, out that you know, feature for people who don't give a shit about it. Like, I remember I'd, I had because a, it was terrible. I had a 3DS for, like, <laughs> a few awful. years, played, like, two games on it at most, and yeah. would never turn the 3D on because I just felt like it was a no, weird I, gimmick I, that hurt my head. I turned, the th- I turned the 3D on one time just to see, like, what it was like, and I was like, this is Well, you Well, you, you, you also had the old, the old 3D. I remember, like, going to your house pad and turning, uh, it was po- whatever Pokemon was at the time. And, like, checking that out and being like, this makes me want to fucking die. And then being like, yes. why would I even want this? But then the 3D XL with the eye tracking was a lot better. I actually played some games with 3D. But, like, not the full game, but just more than I would have ever done it with the old model. Yeah. When I had a 3DS, I would turn the 3D on for, like, a little bit and go, huh, neat. And then I'm dizzy. And then I would turn it off. Well, that's what I mean. The, the new model didn't make me dizzy, but, like, the old one did. Like, I don't know how, if anyone ever uh, I never 3D. had a 3DS XL. I only had the, yeah, the I, little... Yeah, no, it was, it, was a, it was a lot better. Like, it legit didn't make, didn't make me dizzy. It just was like, I don't know how much 3D I want to yeah. play with. But, like, the old one was like... If, if there was someone out there that, that played all their games in 3D, I wanted to fucking meet them because then they have, like, a brain of steel. <laughs> brain of steel. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely just weird nintendo fucking acting like nintendo yeah you know i mean yeah it's not like, something like it's not something i'm gonna will... pick up but oh yeah no i, I, I just, get I, just... I get i get not wanting to i, like I haven't color. i haven't i haven't played my switch in the white yeah the color helps me helps my decision I a lot love the white if, if, if the i like color, the if it was the color was just the, like the same that like gray that like ha- was on it i probably wouldn't get it but i like the white enough yeah. you know well not just the white obviously no, I like no. the white. I just it's just, I I haven't played my Switch in fucking yeah, maybe like it's worth close it yeah, okay. close to a year. Like I just this is not something that I need. If if there is a pro that legitimate like that has like legitimately like better hardware at some point, that will be the one I pick up. Yeah, yep. yeah. You and a zillion yep. other people. For you, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I totally get it. Can't wait. What's that, Brian? Dead cells. Uh, I came to play <laughs> Metroid Dread on an OLED screen. Uh, yeah, so we'll go into the, uh, the Ubisoft news regarding Assassin's uh, Creed. Yes, um, yes. More spicy news. Yeah. So <laughs> with another spicy take from Andy. Ubisoft working on Assassin's Creed Infinity. In- Infinity. Got that right the second time. Infinity. Dunder Mifflin Infinity. The the IGN headline for this article makes me want to vomit, which says reportedly a Fortnite like evolving platform. 
I think that's what I a just lot love of that they use that kinda, that game yeah. specifically for their headline. Yeah. Um. Yeah, take it away, Brian. Uh, yeah. So Ubisoft did make a statement saying that it formally announced that you know, uh, you know, this game is in development, providing some extra details about the team working on the project, although there didn't confirm its structure or gameplay details. So in a joint statement, this is an article from IGN, so if you want to read the full thing, you could go there. Uh, it says, from managing directors of Ubisoft Quebec and Montreal, um, the new development is introduced as an, uh, quote, unquote, an important upcoming early development project, codenamed Assassin's Creed Infinity. No further details are revealed about what form it will take. Uh, but as reported by Bloomberg, I believe Jason Schreier initially broke the news. Um, so it'll be like a collaborative structure from these two teams. Um, and it says, and in quotes here, it says, rather than continuing to pass the baton from game to game, read the statement, we profoundly believe this is an opportunity for one Ubisoft, most for one of Ubisoft's most beloved franchises to evolve in a more integrated and collaborative manner than less, you know, that's less centered on studios and more focused on talent and leadership. So, um, so it says that uh, from Bloomberg's this reports, the sources say that Infi uh, uh, Jesus Christ, um, Infinity is designed to run for years. Sorry, I lost my thought there, uh, or the, where I was. This would include a number of settings rather than the single historical location the series is known for. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it just seems like this is going to be a live service game uh, to a certain extent, but we don't know what extent that might be yet. There's not enough details. So I think this is cool. I think this could be cool. Same. I think this, I think this could be awesome. Same. Um, for a few different reasons. Some of the things in the article, like they said how it's going to be different, like, multiple time periods, different characters. Um, I think that's cool. You know, Ubisoft, they, um, the Assassin's Creed team, they build these giant worlds that are pretty impressive. Like, they, you know, they're not, like, jam-packed with, like, you know, like, crazy stuff to do. But, like, you can't deny that, like, the maps are, like, they're, they're very well put together. They yeah, you look can't, you great. can't tell us that it's not pretty to look at, at least. Exactly. <laughs> And then they, they dump it, and then they move on to the next game. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So what if they were smaller maps? You know, you could really see everything, enjoy it a little bit more. Like, Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla, I didn't see the whole map. And I, it's like, it's, it's, there's too much map there. So I think smaller, more, um, more focused areas would be cooler. Kind of like bigger areas, uh, like, like Phantom Pain. But like bigger than that, you know, like just kind of these small, yeah, more like more sections. like sandboxes rather than yeah. like an open world. More like sandboxes. Yeah, the concept of having then, like the animus or introducing that like whoever the the character is outside of the you know because you're always like somebody who's you're playing somebody's playing somebody, um, mm -hmm. like you're that's like a constant like you're just outside the animus and then you're jumping into these like vignettes of Assassin's Creed mm -hmm. stories. Yeah. It's not just like. Here's a fucking 150-hour campaign as this one person, out, you know, who's getting into an animus playing as Ivor or Cassandra, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, they they kind of toyed around with that idea in. I forget which game it was, but you like the the out the out of animus stuff was all first person, and you were in, like a game development That's studio. Black that Flag. was and like Black Flag. Was that yeah. Black Flag? That was great so, too because like, they like, already kind of that animus stuff required you to do like hacking, and you had to go to people's computers yeah. and like you did like this like fun like mini game. Yeah. yeah, and like they they are they already toyed around with that idea like of Abstergo like you know marketing these adventures 
from mm-hmm. like you know people's memories as a game so like if they can double down on something similar to that and like make it you know market it as like an actual thing i think that could be pretty sweet agreed yeah and i I think they can create some really cool characters too and make them actually be different you know because like when you think of like when you think of uh by by bayek what's his name bayek Bayek. yeah yeah and then like cassandra and also eivor like they like they control the same pretty much minus like Mm -hmm. a few like a different skill set you know but like it'd be cooler if there are multiple assassins to play as because you know different time periods yeah, and they if all it was control like differently one, because one you know, game like, and like you could jump in to mission like areas as cassandra and then jump into areas as like ivor and then bayek and like you were just like jumping into these like vastly different time periods and that was all in like one that would be game. Sick yeah that would too. be awesome and like to go back yeah. to the article the ign article it says that like and, and like to the point that you were making before like assassin's creed has kind of already taken steps towards like it's like doing something like this before um, like specifically mm-hmm. more towards like, Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. It doesn't mention what Pat was referring to in Black Flag, but, you know, Pat definitely made a good point there. Um, so, you know, Infinity feels like it's taking those steps to doing something, like, similar to, like, not necessarily GTA Online, which is, like, they quote that in the article here, which I don't necessarily agree with, but, like, I, I get the comparison because it just has, like, a huge player base invested into, like, the yeah. world that they're continuously adding on to. Um, so if, like, mm-hmm. you take the core concept of Assassin's Creed, and like these three major last installments and you just find a way to you know kind of like you know minimize them make make like smaller sections playable but it also continues to add like this like you know it's like constantly like changing or evolving you know like yeah i mean it also gives them a good opportunity to to add in some of the uh, the um like the multimedia stuff that they've done like the comic book characters and stuff like you know there was like a russian sniper in like the cold war and like you know there's a chinese i forget i don't know what her name was but there was like a chinese assassin and like there was like all these different things that like they haven't you know touched on at all that they could very easily just be like hey like you get to be this fucking dope ass didn't they have a didn't they have like a side-scrolling game that was like the yeah they they did. did and they were like india china and russia i think yeah and they were super short and like nobody really cared about them yeah so like why not fucking find a way to incorporate re-implement those, that yeah. somehow make 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 yeah. people care about the shit like <clears throat> i think there's also the fact that like with odyssey um odyssey valhalla and origins too like the store like well the skins that's already like a move towards like a live service type thing same with like um that vendor in the world that has different bounties that where you earn a different currency like that's very live service so there's already some live service stuff that they've been baking into the last three games and then also with the last three assassin's creed games as well they build these big expansions more like for the last two origins i feel like had smaller ones but for odyssey and valhalla like like the Atlantis stuff for Odyssey, this, mm-hmm. the the new thing they just dropped for Valhalla, and the things they plan on um, adding into the game, as well as like their seasonal events, like like that seems very live servicey. And like Dan, you played the Atlantis one, so yeah. like right, so like it definitely wasn't as big as all of Odyssey, right? Like I didn't play it. No, no, but it okay, was closer than you would think. Uh, so, like, imagine, like, that maybe, like, a little bit smaller, like, every few months, and then you also get people like me who love those three games who never touched the DLC. Like, I mm-hmm. never went back to play any of the DLC for any of the past three 
Assassin's Creed games. And I think if it was like a live service game and it was it was launching periodically and not you know like months after the base game came out and and stuff, then like there would be, there'd be more of a chance of me to go back and play that DLC if it's released as a live service thing. And then I also think it's important to pay attention to the Division Two, different team that's massive, but still a Ubisoft published title. Um, and Ubisoft, like, kind of has proved themselves with, like, Siege and For <coughs> Honor to, like, kind of keep a game going. Mm-hmm. Same with The Division. But The Division 2 is, at its core, a live service game. Yeah. But The Division 2 is the most single-player friendly live service game that I've ever played. To the point where Jake got really into it. And Jake's not into live service games. But The Division 2 is so single-player friendly. Way more so than something like destiny or a warframe that it stands out on its own where it's kind of like a hybrid where it works as a single player game for those kind of players and it also works as a live service game for players like us who like to dump like time in, in, in into a game and like you know and like really like perfect our character get different roles and weapons do all the weird small stuff that there that there is to do so i think if they approach it like that it could also be successful and I would also go as far to say that they have to approach it like that because yeah. if this is replacing single player like traditional Assassin's Creed games, it has to appeal to the um, to that that player base. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can't just ditch that player base because those people are the people that have been playing since the first Assassin's Creed on 360 and PS3. They have to keep that, that player base in mind. Like Ubisoft has made some really stupid moves in the past, but I think to ignore that would be the dumbest move that they can make, especially with Assassin's Creed probably being, I would say, the biggest Ubisoft IP. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely like, the. Uh, like this uh, is going to be the one that they dump money into. Yeah, for sure. And like you, you know? know, like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of different shit they can do with this. Like they could try to re- like reincorporate the, the co-op stuff from Unity. Like yeah, and that that stuff not? was awesome, and I can't and believe stuff we was never cool. saw it. It's again. just that game yeah. was bad. So like, yeah. it, like you know, it, it just you know, there's a lot of like ideas that they've had like over the years that have all been cool ideas. They just never were able to put the time in to flesh them out correctly. It's because they always really had work. to fart they, a game out every exactly. Game. They were mm-hmm. um, because they put a game out and they were immediately on to the next one. And like for a series like that, which could really just use the time for a studio to like put the time into it and make it great. They just don't have that. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they changed it up so that now there's like a two year dev cycle between like their major releases, but you know, let them have that two year dev cycle and then put this out or even maybe longer, maybe three or four years to put this fucking thing out, yeah. get it really good. And then, you know, once a year put out something like something big for the game, something like Des- like destiny two does like once a year, there's a huge expansion for that game. And then like, smaller seasonal, and then stuff and then little you, seasonal, exactly, and like that, little that seasonal things every too. like, yeah, and like little yeah. seasonal th- things like every like two three months to like keep people there and want to keep playing it, and like it, this, it is something that could vary with the foundation of what Assassin's Creed is, like story wise, like it could work very well. Yeah, agreed, and 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 lore wise too, it, it's kind of heading there too in terms of like like the animus itself and how more and uh, yeah like they're how, just um, like out there <laughs> like people I'm just, just have yeah them. but like the, the tech itself keeps yeah. getting more and more like like what happens at the end of like valhalla i don't mm-hmm. want to spoil it but like that's never like that doesn't make sense yeah in terms of like how the animus works and like the tech yeah. behind it so yeah. even if they found out a way to like like ubisoft like to somehow 
like use these other characters from like from from um Altair all the way up to Eivor, Eivor, and use them as like avatars. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could play as Ezio. You could play. Yeah, you can as use them the as character twins. skins. Like exactly, Arno. Mm-hmm. Like you could not even character skins, but just like. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, they would they would play like kind of as character, like. Well, they're yeah, specific to you know, their time could, period because it's how the games always set yeah. them up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, found Eivor's but if they found out like he's from this era, and you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But now, if it works more, where it's like, oh, like the Animus works in this way, where you can like, like they're like avatars, and yeah, you now can, you can, you can pilot... explore ancient Egypt as one yeah. of the uh, the what they call the Fry Twins. What were they called? Yeah. E- right, like yeah. one of them. You know, like, yeah, you can like, like, pil- like you're piloting them like mechs. Like these are all yeah. different mechs. Yeah, <laughs> and I think there's some really cool out of animus stuff that could be done there too, like the brotherhood. Yeah. of it, you know, like yeah. Right, I mean, you know, like it, there's so much. There's so much that can be done with it. And one, I'm, one of one of know. my biggest problems with those games is that like they have such a like, you know, they they dumped so much time into like the whole bleeding effect and like how like you know when you're in there longer you can like you know you absorb like abilities mm-hmm. and techniques into the real world and all that stuff and then they never ever touch on like being an like in the assassin's order present day and they it's never they ever don't do have it. time yeah and like if and they could potentially if they could potentially explore that and yeah. like really like take advantage of it that could be fucking awesome agreed yeah and i think we have more of a chance of seeing out of anima stuff with a live service Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. than we ever will with, yeah. Because if if they put out uh, an out of anima Assassin's Creed single player game and it flops, it flops. They're fucked. But yeah. if they put it out as an expansion or mm-hmm. like a little seasonal thing in a, in a live service game, it's like oh, we had one bad season. We just got to make yeah. up for it next season where yep. it's going to be good. You know, because like, yeah. like, think of like Destiny. They've had like meh. Seasons. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. They've had they've had mass seasons, they've had bad seasons. Yeah, exactly. like, like, Destiny yeah, still like yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's still going That's strong? Cool. Because you already paid for it and you have it, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not like, oh, well, all right, I wasted 30 bucks on this fucking expansion and it sucked, but this one looks cool and I already have the base game. So for 20 or 30 dollars, okay. Or I bought the season pass, I already own it. Yeah. Might as well 100%. go, you know. Like that's me with, you know. Like I no, buy the if it's the if it's done if it's done pass. right, they could do yeah. a lot of cool things with this concept. So, yeah. I think this could get people back into Assassin's Creed because people they were they were getting sick of Assassin's Creed before Origins. They were they're, now they're sick of it after Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Yeah, it's just you the, know, the so concept like, of being able like, to add to something consistently over time. Yeah, and like people, you'll find yeah. things in that that you enjoy, and there's stuff that you're not gonna like. Nothing's gonna be perfect, but like you don't have oh, to yeah, commit to a seventy dollar game every year with that's one specific setting. There's options, a lot of variables. Just the, the term lime service gets a bad rap, but it could be, um, it does. You know, could be perfect for this type of game if done correctly. Yeah, man. I mean, th- there are destinies, there are divisions that work, well, and then there are your anthems and your Avengers that don't, but. You know, they're also good fighting games. Yeah, but even and then, bad like you, you said, also good shooters yeah, and bad. And shooters, like you said, you know, like Avengers like, didn't work. But then again, like you, you played Avengers, and like you said, like oh, I went back to this and enjoyed it. Like, yeah, oh, I, like I that. Did. That was yeah, something 100%. that you, and you also like, owned, like, and they threw in like this content, and you were like, okay, yeah, this was cool. I went back and I was able to just fuck with it. I didn't have to commit to a whole other game. Oh. 
I'll be there when Black Panther comes out because that's a f it's a free release. I already own it. Yeah. So I think of it. like it's yeah, you buy me, Assassin's you know, Creed. Like, not to say you like it's gonna be once. I'm sure they'll like throw there'll be some concept where you have to continue yeah. to pay for it or you pay for each package, whatever. But like you know, being able to like oh well, yeah, I played it. This was good or like you know it was okay. And then like they throw in something and you're like oh shit, this looks like really interesting to me. Uh, you know, and that gets you back in. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think them sticking that little like Fortnite esque thing. It was probably a bad move too because it's just gonna make it. Well, even, that was just like, the IG. That was give just, it more that of a bad rap too. Yeah, using a comparison. Oh, whatever. Like I, I'm sure I'm sure other people are using the same comparison, and like I feel like that's gonna hurt it as well. Like, oh, we got another fucking Fortnite game, and like people hate on that game just to be just to hate on it. Ugh. Like you know, yeah, I. <laughs> I listen. I don't. I don't like that game because I personally don't like that game. Yeah. But people hate on that game because it's just Fortnite, and they've never played it. They just hate on it because it's just it's just that game Fortnite that they see everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I think that like stuff like that, like not being able to like tie it to like something specific like that, and just let it be its own thing, because like you know for a fact when this thing comes out, everyone's gonna be like, oh well, you know. It's not like what they said it was going to be like. Well, like, yeah, but they didn't ever do that. Like, it's just they said that they were doing a live service thing, and, like, you all just immediately made those comparisons. Like, yeah. that's that's your problem, not not Ubisoft's. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that they can do something that will help them kind of differentiate themselves a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure they will. They'll <coughs> have to get creative. And not, like, impact it negatively. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they do, man. Ubisoft yeah, has, like, excited. more than – They've more than proven themselves with, with supporting games over, you know. Since Siege, <laughs> I think Siege is what kicked it off for them. Yeah. You know, even some of their lower games, like like the Ghost Recon games, like they still support them. There's still shit yeah. coming out. I mean, For Honor, perfect example. Like For yeah. Honor didn't like make crazy waves. Like it was a cool game, and like I like it a lot. Dan likes it a lot. But yeah. like you know, they're still supporting it. Like it, I'm sure, I'm assuming it doesn't really have that that big of a player base. Isn't Brawlhalla them too? Brawlhalla? I don't. I don't. Brawlhalla, Ubisoft, or am I making that? Up? I'm not sure. That's yeah. Brawlhalla is Ubisoft, and that's another okay. one that's that. Yeah. Got supported for a while. Yeah, might still be getting supported. I, don't, I think I don't it is know. actually. I feel like I saw it somewhere. Yeah, you know they know how to. You know, I, I they've proven themselves with that at least. Correct. Yeah, for me, I agree. Yeah. All right, that was. I think we've kind of talked that one into a. Yeah. Ooh, no, it's fine. That was definitely a good topic to go over, just because it's been. So you know, there's a lot to say on it. So. Yeah. Uh, so last big bit. Uh, from this week, uh, so Sony had a PlayStation event, um, which I'm forgetting what the fuck it was called. State, State of play. play. State of play. State of play. Uh, so I'm just gonna run through some of the announcements and you know, kind of just you know, give me, give me a you know, let me know if you care. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. an A. Uh, Moss Book Two. Sure. Cool. The, First of all, the uh, cool. Rat to his cousin, chilling. Okay. Stuart Little. So I can't pronounce this one, but it's the robots uh, arc arcade engine. <laughs> arcade arcade again. Yeah, arcade again. <laughs> Arc I can't wait for arcade engine. Arcade engine. Arcade isn't in that though. Yeah, it is. A R C A D. Is it though? I don't know. Arcade, arcade again. Huh? Look at that. So it's a new hero shooter that's uh, out today in early access. It's not even like really a hero shooter. It's like. Can you like? Don't you like customize your own character? And I'm stuff? just reading the script here, Pat. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I have zero interest. Also, in the name, thing so. I just the way I looked at it, I didn't see the E. So it's just looking A R C A D G E D D O N. Oh, God, Brian, learn how to read. 
Uh, uh, tribes of Midgard. I, so cool. I just got this game looks yeah. This game looks, looks cool. really cool. Our style is like not typical for those type of games. Me, I'll check it out with you, Dan. Yeah, me neither. We'll play. I'll check it out too. Looks cool. I like the art style. We'll play Fist. That's fine. Have fun. This looks great. awesome. I can't wait for that game. I just love yeah. the name. It's great. Fist. Fi well, it's got it's like yeah, it's fist, but there's like a subtitle and like it's it like it's forge like and shadow torch something. What? At yeah. I yeah, know how to read. Yeah. There you go. Proof you learned in the last I have proof that I know how to read. <laughs> uh, Hunters Arena Legends Battle Royale, Cashin. Anybody? Nothing there. Okay. Sure. Uh, I don't even remember this. That was a yeah. yeah a little throw I, in. Yeah. I evacuated that memory um, from my brain. I walked away from the stream at that part, and I was like, "This looks." This is a game that looks really great, but unfortunately got a little bit of a delay. Saifu Fight Club. Sifu. 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 Yeah, it's just called yeah, Sifu. Yeah, that fucking game looks sick. I can't wait. See, yeah, Sifu looks awesome. That's from the people that did Absolver. Yeah, it looks like just a big Daredevil one hallway fight of the yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, they've got some cool shit going on in that. Yeah. Uh, Jet... Also got Sorry. delayed. Yeah, no, it did. That's oh, why I said it. Said the unfortunate news of a delay, but oh, it's okay. still, still coming out. Uh, Jet Good. Far Shore. Is this like that spaceship-looking uh, game? Yeah, kind of. Looks like looks like looks like flower, but you're in a spaceship. Yeah, this is from the what are they called? Super Brothers. Yep. Is that they call that. And uh, Scientific is doing the um, the music, and Scientific did um, all the oxen free stuff, hmm. which nice. was. Like that's a it's a really that's a really good score if you haven't played nice. Oxen Free. Yeah, it looks cool. it looks really cool. Definitely something that's on my radar. Uh, Demon Slayer. I'm not saying all that. <laughs> say it. No. They're not gonna know what it, what it is. Uh, Kimitsu no Yaba: The Hinokami Chronicles. How'd I do, Pat? Oh, oh that how'd one. I do, Pat? That's Did I do okay? That's fine. That's fine. Kimetsu no Yaiba is basically just saying like Demon Slayer anyway. So, from what I, as far Bro as I'm aware, an ass. Thanks. I I, I, yeah, I was talking I to Dan, not you. And then Hinokami Hinokami Chronicles <laughs> is it. That's that's fine. You can Dan can eat an ass. What did I do? I don't know. Brian said Brian said it to you. I, oh, I gave Pat the old okie doke that I wasn't telling him to eat an ass for correcting me. I was telling Dan to eat an yeah. ass. Uh, lost, lost. Right. Yeah, lost I, I don't. I'm moving don't along. Really, we don't have to talk about the Demon Slayer game. I don't really care. That's fine. It looks okay. Just go watch the show. It's better. Uh, yeah. Lost Judgment. Sick. This game looks kind of cool. The first game was apparently great. So, yeah, yeah people played it like it a lot. And it seems like they're gonna make the Judgment games because these are the guys that did yeah, the Yakuza games. It seems like they're gonna make the Judgment games. Like, yeah, it seems like they're gonna make the Judgment games. Like. Their arcade fighter, like crazy combat games, and then like the Yakuza is gonna stay in like their turn based thing, I would guess. I think they Cause... put out a statement saying that they are doing that. I could be lying though. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know where I heard that from then. I read so much shit, I don't know what I make up and what's real. <laughs> Fair. Death Stranding PS5 version. It's a $10 upgrade cool. if you already owned cool. it, or it's 50 bucks. Outright. Oh, okay. Ten dollars. If you own the disc, yeah, you could, you could do cool. ten bucks, or it's fifty bucks outright. We'll definitely double dip then. I never already pre-ordered it, and I don't have my disc, so I'm spending fifty dollars here. 
There's enough in there's enough in this that looks like it's worth yeah. it for me personally as a Kojima fan and a fan of the game. So it's uh there's new new combat encounters. They like tweaked the the gameplay for combat specifically. There's new weapons, there's new traversal mechanics, there's new missions, there's new boss encounters. Seems like they actually added like a fair bit of stuff to the game to double dip for anyone that's interested yeah. or if you're going to be playing it for the first time around. So um Personally, I think it's really cool. Glad that just Kojima can just do what he wants. Just free to <laughs> free to run. And then uh, the Xbox game coming out for PlayStation Deathloop. Uh, it is very weird seeing Same. the like you know Bethesda slash Microsoft Studios Deathloop exclusive for PS5 for a year. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, but for me, big fan of Arcane. Um, I can't wait for Deathloop. It looks so fucking cool. Yeah, I feel like I've seen so I much of this watched, game, and yet, and yet, and yet, so, so little. I haven't of it watched. Yeah. Time. I know like. there's been a ton of media behind this. I legit, besides like the reveal trailer for this game, have not sat down and watched any material. And I actually like once this started rolling on the state of play, I turned it off. I just saw like a bit yeah, of I, gameplay, like maybe thirty seconds, and stopped because I was like, I'm going into this fresh, blind. Unless this game, like, like the week before it releases, reviews come out, and they say it's fucking god-awful and, like, not worth my time. Like, I... And even then, I still might just fucking check it out just because, like, I have an affinity to this studio and I love what they put out. But I think Death looks so fucking cool and original, and I can't wait. Yeah, I, uh... I don't, like, watch the things There's that been come a lot out. of media. I just feel like there's always something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like... Every like couple of months is like, oh, remember Deathloop? Here's more. Yeah, they, they, like, oh, okay. They, they are like, marketing <laughs> it as a big exclusive, even though it's a Microsoft-owned studio. But just like, I can't. I, if it says it on the box, I can't wait. <laughs> like, just, just have, I feel like it's just going to be something that just lives in, like you know, in time as a weird thing to own, like a yeah. PS. That's a gonna be PS5 so cool exclusive that says Microsoft Studios on it. Like, it's going to be so. Cool I love. I love that. Yeah, it's like when I when, when I got Switch when I got Minecraft on Switch. I think you. Log into your Xbox Live account. Yeah, you have to connect your live or something. account. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> My worlds are colliding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So is any anything, any big takeaways you guys have from this, just other than, like, looks cool? I caught, I caught, like, the end of that, like, Deathloop thing, and it was, like, the usual, like, stupid studio, like, in-house gameplay trailers where they're, like, they're fucking, like being like really really methodical about everything and i was like nobody plays video games like this so like the, I don't, what the, the like so like i just like the art style for death loop is very much in the same vein as like dishonored and prey yeah it's it, it looks like a it looks like a more as weird as it's gonna sound more stylized dishonored like it's as far so as like cool art style goes that they have like such a distinct like, yeah. look yeah. Like oh that's arcane like that's yeah so cool. well, that's that's how I felt like playing prey I was like this is a this is a fucking arcane game yeah. and I only mess around with prey for a little bit but like prey looks different than dishonor yeah it does it does but, but looks, it still has like that distinct yeah. like you know it's arcane ar- yeah. yeah yeah I think that's that's so cool that arcane's able to like that almost like that like that like, watercolor like mm-hmm. kind of like thing that they do on yeah. like textures and yeah, they stuff. have a very distinct art style it's like you're either going to be a fan of it or you're not and personally i love it and i just love the the concept of this game and just like the fact that there's still so many things that like i don't know 
<laughs> like with the way the yeah. mechanic, yeah. the big mechanic works in this. So I'm really they, wondering. They did if, explain like, it see, a lot and more I didn't, this time. And I didn't. Watch. I, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Just, I want you to. But they they did. I did come out of it like, oh, okay, all right. Like I think I kind of see what's going on here. Like cool. I'm really wondering if you're going to be able to like. At like the the main menu, like when you go to hit play, if it's like, do you want to play as this guy or the chick, and then like you can just fucking like pretty much like invade somebody's game and like hunt them or something, because like still don't still, know anything about that. Still kind of confused on how like I'm mm -hmm. still very confused on how yeah. that whole mechanic works, and like the way they make it seem is that like you're being hunted by this person, but they always swap perspectives to her, and like as if somebody's playing the character. So like I'm wondering if you can like opt in to be like i want to play as her and like go fuck with somebody kind of like a like almost like a dark souls type deal which would be cool definitely pop into pop into brian's game and shoot him in the face murder him real nice and yeah. ruin his ruin his loop or whatever do it yeah definitely all right so that's it for news this week uh off topic cool if y'all, if y'all be so inclined, Dan, Dan should start. Uh, <laughs> Dave is good. That's all I really been watching. Dave is, Dave is good. Yeah, it's a uh, pretty far departure from the first season. Um, yeah, but if you like, you know, it's I mean, still if you like Little Dicky, you're gonna like, you're gonna like Dave. Um, I still gotta but, watch the show. But like I was saying, it's it's a lot less, like. Like a pretty far departure from like, like the rapid aspect of it. It's more just kind of like the relationships that he has. Um, more than like, I mean, obviously the central idea is still that he's a rapper, um, you know. But it's uh, it's it's like I guess like a hyper realized version of probably his actual relationships um, that he has. I would imagine, or some version of it. But it's still good. I mean, like you know, all, all the the all the characters in it are surprisingly well done. Like even more so than the first season. So, um. Be able to join that, and then Loki. I think we're all watching that. No, mm -hmm. it's uh, well, <laughs> I, I have to still watch the last episode. I like to. Have, I like the fourth episode a lot. I know some people didn't. Last episode's really good. Yeah, yeah. episode five is very. Good. Yeah, I gotta yeah. check it out. I don't love it. I mean, I, don't I think hate it's it. the best. I think it's the best episode. Yeah, so far um, personally. But yeah, you know, it's cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's it that I've been watching. Take it away, somebody. All right, I'll go quick. I'll go quick. Um, uh, oh, watched. Um, almost done with Samurai Champloo. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah. I have three episodes left. Um, so, Pat, I know you recommended a different anime to me, uh, Vinland Saga. I'm yeah. not going to start that right yeah. after Samurai Champloo. I'm going to go right into Cowboy Bebop. I just, like, after watching this, it's the only show that that guy's ever done. So I just, like, I'm in that, like, mindset. Um, and I've also never watched... I've never Fine. watched the sub <laughs> of Cowboy Bebop, so I think this might be oh, my opportunity dude. to watch the sub because I've originally when I first watched Cowboy Bebop, I originally watched the dub. So I'll I actually bought it, it digitally because it was on sale this week. So I bought the complete edition off Vudu for like five dollars. So now I just own it digitally, so nice. I can just stream them whenever. So I don't have to like uh, as much of it's like the laziest thing ever. Like I don't have to get up and physically put in a Blu-ray. <laughs> like. Well, it's on. It's on. Uh, no commercials. Yeah, it's on. I, I, the, I, I've well, I mean, I have. I have. I have the no so commercials. The only reason I don't have the no commercials Hulu subscription is because, like, I have it through my Verizon account, 
and I have I don't use mine no, I don't anymore. Use yours anymore. Um, so it's the it's free through my Verizon account, which is like with Disney Plus and like there's like ESPN Plus or something. Um, but like the version of Hulu that I have is that version where there's like and it's really not bad. You get a thirty second commercial at the start of a show, like a minute commercial like at the halfway point, and then like another minute commercial like towards like the end. So it's really. I don't know if you knew, Bri, but I had that version, too. I had Disney Plus and... Yeah, no, I know. So you could use... Well, no, but I wanted to activate it through my my Verizon account so I could have my own Disney Plus, and then that way I could share that with my family and all that stuff, too. True. So, there's people in in my house that leech off all that shit, too. You could create one account and, like, five others pop up. Um, To Samurai Champloo is... uh, It's very good. I'm excited to watch the last three episodes. I've read that it has a pretty good conclusion for all the characters... Yeah. Um, yep. So looking forward to that. I watched all of Mayor of Easttown, um, which was incredible. Probably one of the favorite, my favorite things I've watched all year. Um, if you're in, if you're into like true crime or like anything that's thriller, suspense type of show, um, very good. Ca- Casting is incredible. It's very well written. Um, it's also just like a one and done thing, which is like so rare these days. The fact that it's just like it's one series, eight episodes. You watch it, you're good. Yeah, uh, you know, and, th- and that's it. You was well, that a thing? Like, there's no, as far no as as, as far as I've that. read, it's one and done. Um, unless they like come up with a great script or something, but um, uh, you know, remains to be seen. So, but it was received really well. It, it is very, very good. It's a good watch. So, and, and, and an excellent twist too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's all uh, I've been watching. Um, for music, uh, the new Vince Staples is out. That's very good. Um, would recommend that. Uh, also, uh, Death of a Cheerleader by Pom Pom Squad. Um, probably one of my favorite albums so far this year. It's fucking so much fun to listen to. Um, and also, can confirm. Also, Lucy Dawkus, uh, home video. Another really good record. Sad boy shit, though. So, I think there's something else I watched that I want to say. If it comes to me, I will say it. If not, Andrew or Pat, go right ahead. Um, I haven't been listening or watching, uh, l- listening to or watching anything new besides Loki, which you know I like. Um, but uh, I've been reading uh, Seth Rogen's book, your book, nice. about halfway through with it, and it's really good. Um, reads like Seth Rogen wrote it, which is good. So you're you're laughing a bunch. Um, and it's a bit of a memoir. It's just him telling like ridiculous stories from when he was a kid to when he was a teenager. He's lived a very interesting life. Yeah, he 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 has, you know, and uh it was uh stand up to writing like and I know, shit like it's been pretty crazy. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a book that I've been meaning to pick up and just haven't got to it yet, so I'm glad to hear that you've been reading it and you're enjoying it. it gives me a little motivation yeah. to get to it, so. It's it's really good. I'm I'm loving it. Like it's it's um Sometimes reading can feel like a chore, depending on the book that you're, at least for me. But, like, um, this is one where I just want to sit down and, like, I want to blast through it. I just wish I had the attention span to be able to sit still for more than 20 minutes. I get that. Um, I feel I feel that in but, my bones. Uh, yeah. It's 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 awesome. I also, I remembered the other thing I watched recently, which was Fear Street Part 1, uh, ni- 19. Oh, yeah. And so that good. was awesome. That was so good. <laughs> so good. Anyone watch Part 2? That came out today, so... Um, oh, yeah. that come out already? Yeah, that, part, no, yeah. Part two. yeah, they're like back to back. They're like a couple I, I, weeks yeah. apart. I thought those were going to be like no. months apart. No, the next one's like yep. end of July. They're very, I think. Uh, they're in quick succession. So, um, part two oh, didn't watch. review as well as the first part, 
Uh, but they said that if you're just, like, someone that's going to watch them, you know, like, to, to, to see the series through, it's definitely worth your time. So, uh, cool. But part one was so good, I feel like it was hard shoes to fit, like, you know, tough to live up to. Um, so. Yeah. But part, part one was a lot of fun. Sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. I guess it's my turn. Um, yeah, say, uh, I also watched Fear Street. It was great. Uh, if you are, like, if, if you are a fan of like slashers in any capacity I would it's not even like it it's categorized um, as horror but like it's not really even like yeah there's definitely some elements to yeah, it, it, that it are but yeah it's like a, it's like a i don't really want to say campy but it's like a it's it's a oh, fucking it's slasher campy. movie it's super campy it's that's like that's what the first one that comes to mind i mean i, I know the easy comparison is stranger things but it's a gorier stranger things i don't know how you don't yeah like yeah it, it is it is a it's, it's like a it is very much a love letter to the 90s like it's supposed to take place in 1994 yeah. it's like and it is very much like they like nail that coffin they fucking nail that shit right over your head like and constantly while, throughout the while movie. it's like, scary it's simultaneously like also funny and like weird at the same time you know what yeah, i mean like it, it's never, it does like, really scary they're like like the like when they go from like one song that was like really popular and then like just cut for like a second and then immediately start up another song and like they like never finish any of them and they're just like like remember these songs that all existed around here like yeah. listen to these yeah, it's kind of like a <laughs> like, hyper cut but uh music that, that yeah for, yeah for the soundtrack yeah yeah it's uh I, it's fucking great though i love every second it's fun it. watch it really um, is it yeah, is, I it is I very loved good it, but yeah I did, I did enjoy it i liked i liked how surprisingly glory it was yeah that's too. oh really yeah, I mean, yeah it, is very like, it starts off right off the bat, and you're like, you don't, you don't think it's gonna happen. You're like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. And yeah. It just kind of goes from there. Gets her really good at the end too with the um, goriness. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa. Right, <laughs> I, yeah. that, 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 I know. Pat like, knows what I'm referring to. I know what we're all thinking. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're referring to. It's hard, it's hard not to feel like that though. Part. Um, I have no idea. Well, you'll learn when you watch well, you it. Haven't next watched year. it. Um. So yeah, that. Uh, watching Loki, I s started Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. I, I watched so did I. about. <laughs> I six watched the minutes. first episode. I watched about. <laughs> watched about was, six minutes of the first episode. Uh, first episode was really off. cool. I, I yeah, was I was definitely. Cool? Watch, I mean, if you're a fan of Resident Evil, it's like a no-brainer. Um, and then also like the animation's really cool. Voice acting's great because they got the 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 uh, the exactly. So that like feels really fresh for people that have, are coming off of that. Um, conceptually, it's really cool in terms of, like, where the story's going. A uh, little, like, heavy-handed in terms of, like, who it's, like, you know, who, like, imp like the villain might be in the first episode. Like, you kind of come away from it like, ah, I see what they're doing here. Um, but not to say that that's a bad thing, so. It is also only 40. It is that are four episodes, minutes apiece. and they are all 26 minutes. Oh, really? So it's not Hell a long yeah. watch at all. Hell yeah. I I didn't turn it off for any, like, other reason than I was eating dinner, and I didn't, like, that's not something I wanted to watch while I was eating. Like, I just turned on yeah. like, some, like, bullshit. Um, but I will go back to it. I, uh, I thought, like, the, the animation is, like, if you've seen any of those, like, 3D animated, like, Resident Evil movies, like, if you've ever seen even, like, a snippet of those, it's just, it's that. I've like, never seen it. Maybe a little bit higher. Uh, if you've seen, like, a clip of it, it's, it's that, but, like... I guess a little bit higher budget because it's attached to Netflix. Um, they're also marketing it as a Netflix anime series, which I thought was kind of which is cool, surprising. Uh, but, That's uh, the same thing with the I know a trailer just came out for the Witcher animated 
uh, movie. Yeah. That's a that's gonna be like a, a nep- that's gonna be like a Netflix August, anime think, right? original. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, watch some of that. Um. Dave is great. Uh. It's not really much yet in the way of like new anime this season so far. I started a show called Peach Boy Riverside, and it's really cool so far. It's two episodes out. Well, the old Peach Boy it's, Riverside. It's based off like a like Japanese folklore of like this like uh, I forget what his name is in Japanese, but it like translates to Peach Boy, and he's like a like a like a monster hunter or something. Yeah, Dan was dead asleep, and when you said Peach Boy Riverside, he woke up. So nothing <laughs> well, gets me going. Um, Peach Boys. So far, it's two episodes out. So far, it's pretty cool. Um, also, surprisingly gory. I was actually like, kind of like shocked. Like the first, like there's like one part where I forget what the fuck happened, but I was like, whoa, I was like, that was gross. Um, but yeah, cool. That's it for me. All right. So that was another episode of the OK Gamers podcast. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us more, you can go to my Twitter. I'm Vincent Brian, Dan's DNO, and Sandra Pat's PC Marth. If you want to talk to us more as a group, you can go to our Discord, okgamers.com. We'll link you to an invite. If not, just reach out to any of us on Twitter, as we just mentioned. So there's that. And as always, thanks for listening. And